Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Manning Publications. If you use the discount code YTFisher at checkout, you'll get 40% off my Docker in Motion course. It is five and a half hours long and it teaches the fundamentals of Docker. Go to howtocowell.net forward slash Docker in Motion to get my course or other video courses and books from Manning Publications. Link in the description below. Hello, coders. No guests with me today. If you've ever watched any Jablinski games on YouTube, you'll probably see a commonality between the two because he keeps saying that there's no gaming today. Well, I'm saying there's no guest today. It's kind of what I said last week. <laughs> it's nobody's fault. It's just the crazy time of year when everybody is trying to push out projects and get things done by the end of the year. Some reason the end of the year seems to be this weird, fictitious sort of end goal and also everybody's traveling around and moving about and 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 so forth um plus the nature of the interviews that i have um some of them have to go off and get verified by pr teams and therefore things just haven't happened so you know it, it it's one of these things i'm not i'm not frustrated about it i'm not i'm not annoyed about it at all i'm looking over there because murphy is uh, digging in his in his uh, dog bed murphy if you don't know is my english springer spaniel he is uh, 18 no 19 weeks he's 19 weeks old this week but he's huge he's an english springer spaniel but anyway the topic i want to talk about today is burnout it's not it's not very festive i know even though we're coming up to the festive period burnout is the topic uh, in particular holiday burnout because uh, like i mentioned earlier people are getting to the point where they are trying to achieve these fictitious goals for the end of the end of the year so it's like you know we'll get this done by the end of the year people say in november and december oh we'll do it next year we'll do it next year like it's some sort of you know, this crazy time, like in years and years and years away in like, but no, it's, it's, it's literally in about a few weeks. <laughs> it's in a few weeks. And then it's like, they get to this period of time and it's like, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get it done at the end of the year, even though that's like two weeks away. And then it's like, oh, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it done in the first, the first quarter, even though that's a month away. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like, it's very weird. <laughs> people like labeling things. I guess it kind of rolls into the whole burnout thing because at this time of year, people start managing expectations if they're in that situation and they like to label things as end of year, start of year, Q1, Q2, that kind of thing. Uh, when really in the human readable format, it is just weeks and months and days, you know, and it becomes a little bit obvious when you, when you have a, a list of things that you need to achieve, you, you can start to count the, the amount of weeks or days left in the year on your, on one hand. And you, you kind of like match that up to the actual workload that you've got. And then you can go, well, no, that's not achievable, is it? I'm not going to be able to, that would require me to do you know, five things every single day. And that's just not going to happen depend, you know, based on the complexity of these, these individual items. So holiday burnout, I think is this thing where everybody pushes everything to the end of the year, or they, they say, oh, we'll do it at the end of the year. And then suddenly November turns around and they, they realize that the, by the end of the year means within the next four weeks, within the next 
three weeks, within the next two weeks, within the next week. And if we're, if anybody says, oh, we'll leave, we'll put that back to the next year on the end, on the last week of December, all they're saying is, well, we'll just push it to the next, next week. <laughs> it's really weird. I know that there's this funky period of time in December where, uh, where nobody really does a lot of stuff. It's this weird lull period and, and it only lasts for about two weeks. So really what they're saying, we'll start it next year, means that they're going to start it within two or three weeks time. <laughs> it's very bizarre. The thing is, it's when, it's when things become blatantly obvious that you can't, just can't achieve these things and achieve them at a high quality and standard in the, the end of the year when you're in sort of midway through December. <laughs> and, th- and this kind of falls down into the whole holiday burnout because it's at this time of year where everybody's pushing themselves because if they have these, these deadlines where the, the thing is end of year, when really realistically everybody's going to be eating mince pies and having roast dinners and and drinking and not actually going online and doing things they're actually or should be spending time with their their family and friends these deadlines become very abstract and very weird and, and just sort of not beneficial obviously it depends on what it is that you're working on but do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like people like to start the new year afresh without anything hanging over from the previous year. And it's more of a goal to do that than it is to sort of look at one's well-being and health and go, actually, this. if I was to really do this and, and push myself to do this by the end of the year, within the next two, three weeks, I'm going to be burnt out and tired and I'm not going to do it well. And I'll probably have to fix a lot of stuff next year because I've rushed it through. Nobody thinks like that. That's the problem. Or uh, not a lot of people think like that anyway. Unfortunately, I will put myself in that category. The other day, I I was coming up with a, a, a list of things that I wanted to achieve by the end of the year. Again, by the end of the year, it really was only, if you know, it's in a few weeks, right? And I looked at my list and because I was in the man- mentality of by the end of the year, totally forgetting that I was in December halfway through and, you know, it was, <laughs> I looked at my list and I thought I could do more. <laughs> I have this weird addiction. I have this weird addiction where the busier I am, the more busier I want to be. Uh, and I find this a lot with the how to code well stuff because the more I can give the community, the more I want to give the community. And unfortunately it gets to a point where I'm spreading myself very thinly. In fact, the last few, uh, the, the last week, well, I don't know when I'm going to push this out, but the last week from this recording, I took the decision of actually coming off of social media. I didn't make a big song and dance about it. I didn't make a big statement saying, oh, I'm coming off of social media because I'm burnt out. No, I recognized that I was going to be burnt out if I was still going to be replying to tweets replying to DMs, replying to YouTube comments, replying to Discord comments and questions. I thought that I was just, you know, I was at that point where I was just about at maximum capacity and I just wanted out just for a few days. It helps to defrag one's mind. And that's what what happened. Um, I see it like, I see burning out like an accordion, you know, like the, the, musical instrument, the accordion, accordion, where it can expand and contract, right? So when you're burnt out, it feels as though your mind is expanded to the, to the maximum, 
to the absolute maximum. It's where you're 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 working on so many things. Uh, it could even be in the same project, but you're working on so many different challenges, and you've got so many different uh, complexities to work on, and you you just get you just get mentally tired. And I don't I don't mean physically tired. Physically tired is a symptom of being burnt out, but you get mentally tired. You also get emotionally tired as well. And you you just can't fit anything else in. You just can't put anything else in. And what you need to do is you need to put the accordion down and allow it to just contract a little bit. Just or another analogy is it it's like a blow up bed, right? So <laughs> and it's <laughs> where it's like at full capacity, right? And you can't put any more air in. And if you do, it's going to go bang. And when it goes bang, that's when you hit burnout. Um, the best, the, the only way to solve that is to, is to let the air out <laughs> and, and let it rest a little bit. I don't think forcing one to, to, to let, letting all the air out is not a good idea. I don't think you should be sitting on the airbed and letting pushing all the air out. I don't think you should just sort of like go completely cold turkey because the thing is that, well, with, with, with my, uh, with what I do, because the thing is what I do is even when I'm, you know, on holiday, even though when I'm resting and chilling out, if I do that immediately, like just completely go cold turkey, it means that, um, I'm still thinking about these things, even though I shouldn't be. I think Murphy is going to make a lot of appearances in this video. <laughs> what do you think, Murphy? Murphy doesn't get burnt out. So I think that one needs to come out of burnout slowly. I think that you can't just go, I'm going on holiday and then leaving everything behind because you, you'll still take that baggage with, with you. That's kind of the point I want to make is that you, you, you need to sort of like detrain your mind from having all of these kind of complexities that you're dealing with. And also, I don't think that it's just down to programmers. I think that everybody gets burnt out in different ways, shapes or forms. Um, <laughs> I would imagine that uh, nurses and doctors and carers, they all get burnt out as well. And they'll, they're tackling things that we, we won't tackle you know, they're, they're tackling caring and they're tackling supporting people. They're, they're tackling watching a lot of people pass away. Unfortunately, you know, there must be a, a, a limit to how many people they can care for before they get burnt out. And that must really knacker you out, you know, emotionally. So I think they have emotional burnout. If you're working with lots and lots of people, you know, you're caring for their welfare and then they pass away and you're having to do that again and again and again. Um, and they work crazy hours. They work astonishing hours. So I, I think that burning out is certainly not just limited to programming. I think that burnout is, you know, everybody gets it in very different ways. The problem with burnout is when, when you're actually there and everything's burnt out, you start making mistakes. Because you get to a point where you, you, you can't juggle the amount of, of balls in the air. You can't spin all the plates at once. And so you have to let something go. And if you let something go and you don't recognize that you're being burnt out, that makes it worse because you then start doubting yourself. You then start getting very angry with yourself. 
And that becomes really difficult to, I've been there when I didn't recognize that I was being burnt out and I, everything around me started dropping. It, it just felt, I felt like I could, the only thing I could blame was myself, not the fact that I had put myself in that situation. It was the, it was more of a bad reflection of the developer that I was in terms of technical skills, rather than the fact that actually I was carrying too much on my shoulders at once. And in hindsight, nobody could have carried that without dropping something. Lots of people, however, would have recognized the fact that there was too much on the shoulders at the time. So, you know, and, and I, I, I would like to think that I've, I've matured, I guess, to recognize burnout before it happens. But the, there is a challenge with me. I think that, I think that there is a fine line between being exceptionally efficient and working the best I could work at and being burnt out. I think there is a very small margin. I am someone who likes deadlines. I give myself deadlines. I time box things myself. I get very frustrated when I miss those things. However, if I keep doing those again and again and again, that equals burnout. So I have to be very realistic and start managing my expectations of myself. And having the ability and the comfort to walk away from things. And something that really has changed this year is the the idea of an MVP. Uh, John Jacob from uh, the iteration pod, the iteration podcast that he he was on a uh, this this year um, earlier this year. He was the first person who I. I um, heard actually say MVP other than, you know, myself and the clients, but he was the only other programmer who actually had said MVP to myself. And I, the, this past year, I've been consciously making that a, a, a goal. You know, it's sort of like, this is what I want to do in V1. So all of these other things, perhaps we can push them to V2, the phase, the second phase. You know, having that backlog of of potential features, and actually speaking to clients with that mentality is re has been really really helpful because you you start saying, well, I could get you this project quicker out of the door if we didn't do all of this stuff. And I've been looking on that on my own stuff as well, especially around the how to code well stuff. It's sort of trying to scale down the requirements and having smaller feedback loops. So having smaller amounts of, of pushing to production on the how to code well platform, because then that, that gives you something that, that you can aim for that is realistic. And that's, that's another thing when things aren't realistic, as I mentioned before, at the start of this, when people say that, you know, we'll do it by the end of the year, not realizing that the end of the year is only two, three weeks away saying it's at the end of the year sounds much better, but really is that realistic? You know, is that a real a realistic thing? Or even let's start it at the start of the year. You know, let's worry about that in the start of the year. That's basically saying let's worry about that in 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 four weeks' time. That kind of stuff. Murphy has just slept. He's just fallen asleep by my feet. So hopefully, I can uh, get through this without any more scraping and and uh, squeaking. <laughs> so 
I guess I guess uh, the, the the burnout issue is it, it will never go away, and I I don't think I'll ever become brilliant at handling burnout. I think it's just a case of of trying to realize what you're working on, where you want to go, realizing all of the aspects that that could cause burnout, um, and being more self aware. So you're being self-aware at the mood that you're in, because sometimes when I get close to burnout, I get very moody. I can get very grumpy. I can get very um, uh, lost in my own world. When I'm outside of the world of development, when I'm sat down having dinner, when I'm watching a film, I'm just not a nice person to work to be around, you know, when, when I hit burnout. And I don't like that. I don't like that. I want to be a nice person. You know, I think everybody wants to be a nice person. So by not recognizing burnout and being burnt out, you end up not being a nice person. And if this is something that you are constantly fighting burnout, then there is obviously something wrong. And I think a lot of people can, can, uh, uh, how do I put this nicely? I think a, a lot of people who don't recognize burnout, they often blame other things and other people for burnout rather than themselves. And that might sound a little harsh, but we as developers, we don't always know how to say no. And no is actually a really good word to use. If you don't say no, then you're essentially saying yes, you know, and the more and more things you take on, the more stuff you've got to carry on your shoulders, the more plates you have to spin. And I find this, I find this with junior developers who are really super hungry um, and passionate and really want to learn everything and do everything and please everybody in the team, you know. And unfortunately, I am, I have witnessed, and I've been aware of. Of, of people who will exploit that, you know, they'll, and then that becomes an expectation. Oh, don't worry. Such and such will do it whenever, you know, even though such and such hasn't been asked. And that's really sad because then that, that's someone's using the other person's sort of naivety and, and goodwill to, for their, for their own benefit, which is sad. But I, I think that junior developers, they, especially well talking from experience when I was a junior dev I had a lot to prove and I wanted to prove myself all of the time as all as many junior developers do and so um you start taking on a lot of stuff but as I mentioned earlier I have this really weird addiction to being busy and the the more busier I am the more busier I want to be and I'm hoping that as the years go on, that becomes a less so. I think that that scheduling things is a good idea. Uh, one thing that um, I really did think about whilst I was having my time away from the social media stuff, and unfortunately, there is a lot of messages that I still have to get back to. But I'm time boxing those now. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not just doing them whenever they come in. I'm saying, right, this is. The, these these are the hours in the day in which I'm going to be doing this. Because uh, the thing is, like, I'm, 
this is going to sound really weird, but the other day I was, I was uh, cleaning my teeth whilst answering comments on YouTube. You know, that's not healthy. <laughs> I was having breakfast whilst answering comments on YouTube. That's not healthy. There's only one of me and I have uh, paying customers, you know, clients, freelance clients I need to get on and do. And so unfortunately, How to Code Well has just been shoved and crammed in every sort of small portion of time. And I think it's getting to a point where I actually need to isolate time of in a day, in an evening, in the morning to actually respond to comments, um, to answer direct messages, to do emails because this year of course we've had brands come on on the channel so that there needs to be and I've just seen my phone light up there's there's another comment that that I need to get to as well and I think that this will give more benefit to the community one massive thank you is that um we have moderators on the discord channel now because the discord channel is creeping up to 100 users we've had some really fantastic people on there answering questions amongst people amongst themselves which has been fantastic obviously i'm still in it i'm still still aware of it and and uh, i contribute as well um but it doesn't feel like it's just me doing it and we do there are designated mod- moderators as well and also moderators on the twitch channel who listen out and look for the chat and you know that they, they are they're very quick to jump on stuff especially if i was to mention something on on stream and uh you know they'll be off or googling such and such get, giving me the links and stuff it's it's very nice to have that community that community spirit um that that's something that i didn't i didn't necessarily consider when i started the discord in fact when i started the discord was was actually quite a long time ago and it was set to private for a long time there was only like a couple of patreons in there uh, but now it's it's been opened up to the public, which is why we've we've had a, a, a an increase of of members, which is fantastic, and all of the conversations, and it's just lovely. It's just so fascinating. I'm just so glad that we can have this platform and opportunity. But I didn't realize at the time how much management was involved, and I didn't realize at the time when I started Twitter or Facebook or YouTube how much management there was involved in all of that. And so I was finding that that managing all of these things, whilst managing all the expectations of all of my clients, whilst managing, you know, family and friends and all of that stuff, that their expectations of the end of the year, it just got a little bit too much. And so what I decided to do the other weekend was to uh, come out of social media because that was actually the the thing that I could drop just for a few days and get back to. Um, but I did it with the proviso that I would uh, structure my time better when I got back. So for, for some decisions that were made um, were the, the streaming. So we stream uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays at seven in the morning and also Sundays at 14.30 on Sundays. Now that's... that's um, that's an awful lot of, of, of content. That's a lot of, an awful lot of streaming. That's an awful lot of preparing and thinking about, uh, about things. And so, and, and also, uh, because I've consciously wanted to make the streaming, uh, different on each sort of particular day or what have you, we've got an awful lot 
of projects that uh, we've got quite a lot of projects that we're we're playing with. And so what I've decided to do is split this up and go, well, you know, on one day we'll do one project, on another day we'll do another project and so on and so forth, rather than try and do everything at once because I don't I don't think that was working. So that was one thing that I uh I decided. And that's a way of time boxing. That's a way of saying today I'm going to focus just on this thing. You know, nothing else, just this thing. Which I think is is very valuable. Because you only have eight hours you really only have eight hours to, to do well, you got twenty four hours in a day and you really should only be working um you know eight eight nine hours, although I know that we all work a lot longer than that. But do you know, do you know what I mean? I think that we, sleep is something that gets dropped. I think that um, talking about the spinning plates, I think that there is a plate that everybody puts on, on a stick and they really shouldn't do. And that is sleep. So, and that's usually the first one that comes off. It's like, oh, well, I, you know, I can just, I can do this. I can, I can, I can, expand my accordion even more i can blow up my airbed even further because i can uh i can lose sleep you know what sleep sleep doesn't matter i just won't sleep for 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 a while or i'll have less sleep than usual um and that that becomes very unhealthy you start getting into unhealthy habits so burnout equals unhealthy habits in my opinion but burnout doesn't have to just be about the code, right? I mean, we work with humans. We work with people and clients. We work with team managers. We work with other developers. And they can get you down. <laughs> they can they can grate on you. They can frustrate you. You know, if you're trying to push a technical solution and it's having to go through a chain of command and you know yourself what the solution is, but it has to go through many steps and it takes an awful lot of time and there is a lot of blame and there's a lot of finger pointing and, you know, there's a lot of discussion. There's a lot of empire building, you know, different departments are, are against each other. That can get tiring. That can equal burnout. And, you know, we've all been there. It's like you, you, you know what the solution is. You just need to get it done. You, but you need to get it approved before you get it done, which means that you need to, you know, have meetings with X, Y, Z, and you need to do all of these kind of things and please all sorts of people. And, you know, oh, you can't do that because such and such isn't here to approve it. Or, you know, maybe you've asked the wrong person in the, in the, uh, line of command and you've got someone's backup or something like that. You know, that gets a problem that, that, that can get challenging. And also, um, something that I was finding when I was working full time in, in offices was just, uh, it was gossip, right? Gossip is something that, and you know, when people that I know come back from work and they talk about gossip and they talk about, oh, she said such and such, or he said such and such. It's like that to me is tiring. <laughs> I just want to get in do my job and get out, you know? Um, <laughs> I think, I think I find, uh, I find everyday office banter can be quite, can be quite tiring sometimes. Um, especially when it's like you're, you're trying to be the jock or you're trying to prove yourself to your peers or what have you, you know, I would like to think that my code speaks for my talent rather than my personality, I guess. 
Um, but then, hey, I'm a remote, remote developer. So, you know, it's a uh, human interaction is, is, <laughs> is something that, uh, that I, I do less frequently these days. So <laughs> sometimes it can be a bit of a chore. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't say that because I need, I need more. <laughs> I need more human interaction sometimes. Um, but also on the flip side of that, being on your own can be, you know, having cabin fever, being, being a remote developer, not being able to bounce ideas off of people, not being able to, um, rubber duck things to other people and talk about problems um, and just sort of have a a sounding board that can get quite tiring because all you're doing is you're arguing with yourself in your head uh, about solutions. And that can get very annoying. That can get very, very annoying. Um, It's, it's very weird because as a remote dev, there really isn't any, well, there's a couple of people that I could probably call and just say, look, this is a problem. Can, can I just bounce this? Can I, can you just listen to this solution? Usually I find that I'm doing that out loud. Uh, I should really have a rubber duck here. I don't. Um, and that can get a bit annoying sometimes that can get a little bit frustrating because you end up going round and round and round in loops and stuff. And, uh, you're, you, what you're doing when you're rubber ducking is you're, you, well, one thing that you can do when you rubber duck is when you, uh, hear yourself talk about the solution in a different manner or a different context. So you're kind of waiting for that. Um, and that's what the benefit of having someone else, cause they'll be able to identify that and they'll be able to ask questions as well that perhaps you haven't thought of. Um, I'm glad it's not smell vision cause Murphy has just farted. He's laying down by my feet. He's got a nice big smile on his face and he has just farted. Lovely. Yum. You're not burnt now, are you? <laughs> as relaxed as he is. Another thing that causes burnout, I believe, uh, especially at this time of year, uh, with developers, with coders, with us, is the Christmas dues. I mentioned earlier that, that, that you know, I'm a remote dev and, and human interaction is something that uh, I do less frequently. Um, and I have done over the years. Sometimes trying to be in social situations can be quite challenging. And I think that, um, uh, it, it's something that, that other people that aren't necessarily programmers do better. And that, and that is having that sort of relaxed, chilled out attitude amongst non-developers. <laughs> because we have our own inside jokes. We have our own sort of, uh, uh things that we, we talk about amongst ourselves, right? As coders. Sometimes we don't interact very well with, with people from other departments and that can get quite, that can get quite tiresome and, 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 uh, and actually it can get quite nerve wracking. Um, and there, there are incidences of bullying, obviously, you know, there are, there are people bully each other, as they would do at school, they, they do it in the, the office environment. And if you're, if you're nervous and worried about that, if you're worried about being made fun of, you know, uh, that can get quite frustrating and nervous. It's when you're really worried about something 
and as coders, when we're burnt out, we're worried a lot about the technical things. You know, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of things we could do wrong. <laughs> there's an awful lot of things we could do wrong. Uh, but, but in, in the sense of social situations, sometimes we'll wake up in the middle of the night worrying about or running through conversations in our heads of, of fictitious situations. And that can get very tiring and that can get very stressful, right? So it's a very funky time of year because you've got, on the one hand, you've got lots of people trying to squeeze deadlines, saying these these imaginative sort of sayings of let's get it done by the end of the year when really they're saying let's get it done in, in two weeks' time. You've got people who are pushing it to next year when really that's only a few weeks away as well. And then you're, then you've got all of these parties and social gatherings to, 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 to deal with. Us developers, we don't sleep very well. Uh, some of us work better at night and some of us work better at, at uh, in the mornings. And some of us just have a really bad sleep sort of pattern. That usually leads on to a, a, a useless diet because we are, we, we normally have a packet of crisps or some cereal or something at hand or some McDonald's or something that is easy and accessible, but not healthy and nutritious. And then at the end of this year, we've got like, uh, you know, cold, the cold season, the flu season comes on. So that's not good. And that, so you, you start putting all of these things together. And then by the time you're actually on holiday, uh, you have a cold and you feel absolutely rotten and you're trying to relax and recuperate for the, for the following year. So I guess my advice really I mean, and and it's one of these things of do as I say and not as I do here is to try and eat as healthily as you can, try and get as much sleep as you can and be proper realistic with yourself because right now you have a limited amount of weeks in the end of the year. So if, if any moron says, let's get this done by the end of the year, you just say no. <laughs> and saying no is a good thing. Because realistically, by the end of the year is by the end of the next few weeks. And if you if you can't get it done in the next few weeks, you can't get it done by the end of the year. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. <laughs> but of course, in this industry, nothing is simple. <laughs> I think um I think that that we are in a very weird industry. There is a lot of expectation on our shoulders. There's a lot of things that we carry. And I think that this this end of year season season is a very bizarre sort of thing. One thing that a lot of people don't appreciate, of course, is all of the support and the maintenance that we have to do to, to, to keep these things running whilst everybody is on their Christmas due. And, 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 you know, and the poor souls who are on call out over Christmas, I... I tip my hat to all of you. You know, you can't have a a decent Christmas when you've got that worry that you might need to log on and SSH into a box and, and tinker with something. You know, that's that's not relaxing. That's not relaxing. Uh, as a freelancer, of course, that that's something that has to happen. You know, there's I keep saying to people, there's no bank holidays when you're a freelancer. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a strange one. It's the strange one. And you know that if if you drop the ball over Christmas, you'll get it in the neck. We have to keep the damn things running. 
<laughs> we have to keep the keep the uh, the the steam in the train, and um, you know, there's a lot of things that go down this time of year because there's a lot of mistakes that get made because there's a lot of rushing because there's a lot of people who are burnt out, and I think that um, people need to be a little bit more empathetic with with us with developers and as developers we need to be more realistic one thing i do really badly is estimate time but when it comes to christmas there is it's it becomes an obvious set of time that we have left um and one thing that i want to achieve better next year is becoming less busy but more efficient so perhaps doing the same amount of stuff in terms of quantity but doing it better and more efficiently. Um, so the output would be the same, but the quality of the output would be better and my levels of stress would be lower. <laughs> I promise that the next few uh, podcasts will be a little bit more lighter. Anyway, I'm going to say goodbye. I'll, I'll Before I go, I'll show you Murphy again. So me and Murphy say goodbye. Happy coding, everyone. I'll see you again soon. Before we go, I just want to say that if anybody wants to join the Discord channel, then please do so. Go to howtocodewell.net forward slash Discord. There's channels in there for coding help. There's channels in there for coding challenges, new coders, lots of stuff for programming. There's a nice little community that's building up there. So if you've got any coding questions you want to ask, then do check out howtocodewell.net forward slash Discord. Of course, if you want to support the channel and if you want to get early access to some of these podcasts and the tutorials that I've got on the YouTube channel, then do check out our Patreon account. That's patreon.com forward slash how to code well. You'll also get access to the pro user Discord channels and the voice chat channels as well. Thanks very much. Happy coding, everyone. I'll see you again in the next one. Cheers. Bye.